Hello, and welcome to the Beating the Statistics Podcast. I'm your host, Miles Victors, and today I'm here to talk to you about nutrition while working out, or nutrition around your trips to the gym and around your physical activities that you're doing. When I first started my fitness journey, I held the belief that I needed to work out uh, fasted all the time. That if I wasn't fasted, the calories I was burning were only coming from the food I was eating and not from my fat stores. While from a biological perspective, this may be true in real time, when looked at in aggregate over the course of your days and weeks, the impacts to where your calories are being burned from are actually much smaller than most people realize. Uh, Calorie is a calorie. Your calories being burned uh, have to come from somewhere. And it's okay if they come from your carbohydrate stores that you just ate that are in your stomach, or if it's coming from your fat stores that have been sitting on your body for months or years. The reality, though, is is that the overall calorie balance of your day and, and weeks and months is really what is the most important. What that means is that if your aim is to lose fat and to lose weight, all you have to do is, and this is oversimplifying it, is make sure that you have a negative calorie balance. And what that means is that you are eating or taking into your body less calories than you are burning. Don't get too hung up on the timing of your meals when it comes to supplying energy for your workouts. Many of you do not like working out on a full stomach. Most of you are probably in this camp. For those of you in this situation, I recommend getting your workout done very first thing in the morning. Typically, your workouts, especially when you're starting out, are only going to be 30 minutes to an hour in length, and that is a duration of time that doesn't need additional uh, carbohydrates or additional calories that are eaten or ingested right before your workout. When you are looking at workouts that are in excess of possibly 90 minutes, for those of you who are doing longer bike rides or long runs or long swim sessions or you're going to the gym and you know that you're going to do 45 minutes of lifting and then you're gonna do 45 minutes of brisk walking or stair-stepping or elliptical or whatever it is that you like to do. Um, In those situations, you might find that you start flagging towards the end, or uh, by flagging, I mean running out of energy, not able to complete your workouts with the intensity that you want. Uh, That's because your body only stores a certain amount or certain number of grams of carbohydrates to be readily used in intense exercise. Uh, Once those carbohydrate stores are depleted, your body now has to go through the difficult task of converting fat into energy. And that's great. That's, That's all well and good because you are actively taking your fat stores and bleeding them dry by turning that storage mechanism into a source of fuel for your movement. The problem with that is is that if your aim is to increase in overall physical fitness and being able to perform your exercises and your workouts with intensity so you get stronger, faster, more fit, healthy, you can find that that energy is not as quick as it needs to be to hit your muscles and to hit your your energy systems. And so that will lead to inevitable bonks or inevitable low energy situations. So for an example, when I go out on an hour and a half or a two hour run, I make sure I eat something immediately beforehand that's easy for my body to process. That currently, my, my, my current favorite thing to eat right before those types of workouts is a little waffle. They're called honey stinger waffles or stroop waffles. And they're basically this tiny little flat wafer that uh, is really tasty, full of lots of carbohydrates. They're about 150 calories. And that I eat 
30 minutes before my workout gives me a lot of energy to start with. Not only am I starting with an already existing carbohydrate reserve that my body has on tap for the first hour or so of exercise, but I've also given it an additional 150 calories to burn that is sitting in my gut that is going to start being processed immediately for me to use as an energy source into my workout. About 45 minutes to an hour into my workout, if it's going to be in excess of 90 minutes, I will actually start taking small bits of food with me then as well. And I do that so I don't get into a situation where my body is exhausted just because of the uh, inavailability of calories. I want my muscles to be exhausted because the muscles have been worked, not because they ran out of gasoline, um, ran out of energy. And so I start taking in carbohydrates then. Um, those can be in a variety of forms. They can be whole food. You can bring granola. You can bring uh, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich if you want to. A lot of people will put peanut butter and roll it up in a tortilla. And that's a really good source of, of fats and carbohydrates to help fuel you. I tend to skew to the side of higher performance nutrition. And what that ends up looking like typically are um, little gummy shots that are that manufactured by Cliff. They're really good. They're called shot block or cliff blocks. I really like those. Um, some high intensity runners, because they don't like chewing while on the run, um, they and, and I will take gels. Uh, I take currently gels that are manufactured by a company, Goo, GU, and you'll find flavors that you like, flavors that you don't like. Um, or you can bring more things like honey stinger waffles, you know, uh, to eat. Um, but that's typically what I do. Now, many of you who are just starting out on this journey are not in a situation where you're going to be running for an hour and a half or where you're going to be on the bike and doing a 50-mile bike ride. That's just not something that your body is equipped to handle right now. But you're still going to run into these conditions where you are feeling like you're really low energy and you can't complete your workouts with the vigor or strength that you want to complete them in. Um, I still recommend that you bring something to give yourself calories. If you're going to the gym, eating in the middle of a gym session probably isn't the best idea. You're not going to want to be sitting there eating a waffle uh, in between sets on the bench press, right? So in those situations, I recommend that you bring something that you can either keep in a shaker cup, like a, a protein shake, or you can bring Gatorade in a, in a water bottle that you carry with you if that's going to be a big concern. Um, it might not be the most palatable, but for long lifting sessions, I actually like to bring quite diluted uh, energy drinks, not energy drinks, but a, like a Gatorade type drink, an electrolyte drink. And what that allows you to do is to have a very slow, steady ingestion of carbohydrates during your workout. That's going to provide you a very slow and steady stream of calories for your workouts. Um, so what that might look like is a half strength mix of Gatorade or a half strength mix of another electrolyte drink like Tailwind or Scratch or something like that. Um, that's going to help give you that energy needed for your longer workouts. Also, when you go to the gym, Quite often, it can be an all-day affair or, or an all-morning affair, right? especially on the weekends. Many of you don't live nearby a gym, and you have to drive maybe 20 or 30 minutes to get to your gym, and you want to make that workout count, and you want to get as much movement and enjoyment out of it as possible. That might look like going to the gym and warming up with a nice 20-minute walk on the treadmill, and then doing 30 minutes of lifting after that, and then maybe going and getting a hydro massage on the massage beds or doing some tanning or getting in the pool or the hot tub, 
What that can turn into, though, is it can turn into a large period of time where you're not taking in good calories. And so while you might not be working out for a solid 90 minutes and think, I don't need an electrolyte drink, I don't need X, I don't need Y, that is probably true. But what you will run into is a long duration of time where your body does need some calories to start the repair and rebuild process from your workouts. So you might be having a slower pace morning where you're getting your workouts in and you're just enjoying your time in the gym. And then after an hour or so, you start to get kind of hangry. Your stomach starts rumbling. You start feeling a little bit empty. Those are times where you need to make sure you're well prepared because what likely happens is you pack your gym bag up at the end of the day and you head out to your car and you smell the McDonald's next door with those French fries uh, and that smell wafting your direction. And you start making justifications or poor choices or being tempted to go and eat something that probably isn't conducive to your health and fitness goals. I always recommend that people carry a couple protein bars that are palatable for them, as well as possibly a couple protein shakes. Um, the way I package my protein shakes up is I've got my big you know, tub of protein shake at home. I will put a couple scoops of that into Ziploc bags and I'll just keep them in my backpack and I'll keep an extra shaker cup in my truck. And that way, if I ever feel like, hey, I'm running out of energy and I'm being tempted to swing into the nearest fast food joint to get some food, I know I have a good decision sitting right next to me in my bag. I know that I have resources around me that allow me to make good decisions. This all plays into building the systems that I'm always talking about is saying what is working for me and what doesn't work for me. What doesn't work for me, what, what is too tempting in terms of the wrong decision to do is to not have any food with me and feel tempted to go to that fast food restaurant or swing into Walmart real quick and end up walking out with uh, a candy bar instead of a protein bar. So what I've done is I've taken the system that doesn't work for me and I've analyzed the parts that are broken. And I say, look, if I'm in a situation where I'm hungry, I want to make sure that I have what I need to make good choices easy. And that means to have really accessible food that is conducive to your goals. Um, now, protein bars are a processed food. Protein shakes are a processed food. I always recommend to people that when you can, stick to whole food choices. I think they're healthier for you. I think they have a lot of vitamins and minerals and your gut accepts them very well. But I also say to never let perfect become the enemy of good. And in this situation, a protein bar and a protein shake, that's a good choice when you weigh them against something that is extremely highly processed and that is not going to supply your body with the building blocks it needs to re-energize your body and to start rebuilding muscle tissue and increasing your strength and fitness. So that was a lot of information, but I hope it's, it's value-added information. To recap, I want you to make sure that if you're doing a long, a long endurance workout or a long intense workout, that you make sure that you have the calories necessary for you to fuel it strongly all the way through. That might mean eating a little bit of calories prior to starting your exercise. And it could even mean adding some calories in the middle of your workouts. And that's okay. You just make sure that your calorie balance for the day and for the week, because that's what really matters here. We're not looking at day by day. Your body doesn't care if it's a Monday or a Tuesday or a Wednesday, or if it's between your wake up and go to sleep time. What it really cares about is an aggregate of your week are you at a negative calorie balance? Um, just make sure that you're tracking your calories in and calories out and you're understanding that you're burning more calories than you're taking in. 
And then if you are one of the type that have to make your gym sessions a longer affair or you enjoy spending a lot of time at your health and fitness club, you might want to make sure that you are prepared with good nutrition choices when you're at the gym. Um, so that way that you don't get tempted to make poor choices that are not as helpful in your journey. There are no bad foods. There are no good foods. There are just foods that provide more or less nutrition than others. So make sure that you're largely making highly nutritious choices. That's all I've got today. I hope that this information was beneficial. And if you have any other questions, feel free to shoot me an email. My email is milesvictors at beatingthestatistics.com. Um, so again, my name, M-I-L-E-S-V-I-C-T-O-R-S at beatingthestatistics.com uh, will go direct to me. And I will either respond to you directly through uh, an email response, or your question might become a topic of one of my next podcasts or next videos. So stay tuned. And I appreciate you all listening in. Thanks, guys.